0: Liberty and truth. This is the new Freedom 1570. KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul.
2: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Republicans are becoming increasingly confident they'll be able to hand President Trump a bipartisan acquittal in his Senate impeachment trial. More from Bernie Bennett. With
1: 67 votes needed to convict the president and remove him from office. And the outcome of a Senate trial all but guaranteed, GOP senators are broadening their sights as they plot their strategy. Senate Republicans think they'll be able to pick up one or two Democrats on the final votes for each impeachment article. That would let them tout Mr. Trump's acquittal as bipartisan,
3: an angle they've already seized on when talking about
1: the two House votes in which a handful of Democrats crossed the aisle to join Republicans in opposing
2: impeachment. During a recent Fox News interview, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell also predicted that Democrats would break ranks, he- Doubted any GOP senators would vote to convict President Trump. A strong typhoon that blasted through the central Philippines has left at least 20 people dead and forced thousands to flee their homes. That storm stranded many people in sea and airports at the peak of holiday travel. It set off landslides, flooded low lying villages, destroyed homes, downed trees and electrical poles, and knocked out power in entire provinces. The typhoon has weakened slightly as it moves through the South China Sea. Also at townhall.com, AAA spokeswoman Julie Hall says there may be a lot of traffic the day after Christmas.
4: For those who are driving, we're expecting actually the busiest day in collaboration with Inrix to be Thursday, December 26th, the day after Christmas. And that's really because we're seeing a mix of people who are getting back to work that day in some cases, as well as uh, people returning home after being gone the week before Christmas.
2: An estimated 104 million holiday travelers are expected to drive to and from their holiday destinations from now through Wednesday, January the 1st, the highest number on record. On Wall Street, the Dow had 59 points, the NASDAQ up 47. More on these stories at townhall.com. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue and company and other factors. Not available in all states.
1: Well, the mild weather continues here for the Twin Cities. Humbly Michaels on Freedom 1570. Your forecast before we get to Like It Matters Radio, then the Dana Show with Dana Lash at noon. Uh, we'll see cloudy skies today. Could see a little rain shower, otherwise uh, high in the upper 30s. Mostly cloudy 27 tonight, then uh, your Friday partly cloudy and a high in the low 30s. We're Freedom 1570. Online at freedom1570.com. Ringing liberty and truth.
0: Eric Metaxas doesn't think it's healthy to generalize. Because I take Me
5: Too very seriously... Uh, But at the same time, I think we we have to try to we have to think it through. It's very easy to throw everybody under the same bus. I think, you know what? No, Uh, there are big differences between um, uh, what some people have done and what other people have done. And we're we're going to have to at least uh, figure our way through that. To be
0: fair. The Eric Metaxas Show, Sunday mornings at 10 on Freedom 1570.
6: If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com.
7: Welcome
3: to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And uh, I hope you had a great Christmas day. Uh, You know, I uh, was talking to my friend and my producer, John, before we connected with you guys. And we passed the greetings on uh, how was your Christmas and all that. And I told him, you know, to me, Christmas is not a day. Uh, It's a mindset. And so uh, I work to uh, make Christmas a couple of weeks long, and uh, I won't be done with Christmas uh, probably until about January 6th, just so you know. Uh, We'll probably leave our tree up that whole time because, again, it is a mindset. And uh, that's what today's show is going to be about. I know everybody's still in that Christmas spirit, that Christmas mood. And uh, so I want to keep your mind in that right place, that uh, beautiful place, that uh, peaceful place. Uh, and so today we're going to talk about Creator, because that's what you and I are. We are the creators of our own reality. We are the creators of our own mindsets. Uh, we No one responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. Uh, and so today's word of the day is creative. It's creative. You know, I told you I'm part of a book, very honored to be part of a book called uh, The Wow Factor, uh, 52 Thoughts from Thought Leaders, and somehow I got to get in that book, so I was asked to be a part of the book, so it's an honor. Uh, But uh, I got it in my hand now, so those of you that pre-ordered, we're shipping them out. The Christmas season kind of slowed it down. But on page 53, uh, the word is creative, and it starts with a quote from Walt Disney, it's kind of fun to do the impossible. So, creative is an adjective. It's relating to or involving the imagination or original ideas, especially in the production of an artistic work. Noun, a person who is creative, typically in a professional context. So, ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to understand that, that we all create. Uh, matter of fact, uh, one of my favorite jokes uh, is about this. You know, there was a surgeon, an architect, and a lawyer. They're all having a heated barroom discussion, you know, concerning which of the professions is actually the oldest profession. And notice the absence of who's not in this uh, discussion (laughs) about the oldest profession. I want to remind you, it's a surgeon, it's an architect, and a lawyer, because some would say the oldest profession is something other than these three. So uh, there's this heated discussion. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's a good rim shot there. I'm walking gingerly, John, gingerly. (laughs) So uh, the story goes, uh, the surgeon speaks up first, and he says, well, uh, surgery is the oldest profession. Uh, And he actually goes to the book of of the Bible. He says in Genesis 2, uh, 21 through 22, he says, we read, So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep, and while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. So the surgeon says clearly, uh, by God's own word, surgery is the oldest profession because he says you can't go further back than that. God was the first surgeon. Uh, about just a second or two later, the Uh, The architect shakes his head with a big old smile on his face. He says, whoa, 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 hold on here, doctor. He said, in fact, uh, we can go further back than that. Let's go back to the the first chapter in Genesis. You were in the second chapter. So let's go to Genesis 1, 2. He says, we are told the earth was formless and void. The darkness was over the surface of the deep. He says, we read there was chaos and God brought order to the chaos by creating. So God was first an architect when he created the world out of chaos uh, in six days and rested on the seventh. He said, honestly, we're in Genesis 1, too. He said, you can't go back any further than that. And so the doctor looked at him, hmm, you know, pondering the thought. And all of a sudden, there comes this chuckle from the lawyer. The lawyer puffs a cigar with that that, uh, snarly grin, almost like Grinch-like grin on his face. He says, gentlemen, gentlemen. Who do you think created the chaos? <laughs> and, and you got to figure Congress wasn't around back then, so it had to be uh, an attorney. Uh, and, you know, we, we were made to create. <laughs> we were made to create. Uh, matter of fact, uh, Dr. Viktor Frankl, I talk about one of my favorite quotes. Uh, the father of a logotherapy says, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. Uh, And I believe that uh, that's our number one job we create. We create through our mindset. Uh, And today I'm going to show you, prove to you, uh, that we are creators of our own reality. I I didn't say there is no reality. But let's be honest, nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. And and you need to know how you work. That's the point of this radio show. It's inspiration, it's education, it's application. And you got to understand how you work. Because we're unconscious creatures. And, you know, player, we're being played uh, because other people know how you work. Madison Avenue knows how you work. And they put these ads together that tap into your unconscious mind, that make you buy things you don't need uh, to keep up with people you don't like, right? Keep up with the Joneses uh, just so you can look good. And so we were made to create. Matter of fact, Genesis one one. let let's go to the very beginning. In the beginning, God created. Stop right there. That's the first half of Genesis 1, so technically that would be Genesis 1, 1a. In the beginning, there's the beginning, we'll start, God created, and then we we'll stop there. Our first introduction to God is as creator. Now drop down 25 verses, and in Genesis 1, it says, let us make man in our image, unto our likeness. Don't you hear it? We are made in the God class. We are made to create. And we're all creating something because no one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. You know, your brain has two uh, 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 parts. You has the right side of your brain and the left side of your brain. Uh, and your left side of your brain is all those things uh, that you think of when you think of a computer. When you think of the brain... Uh, The left side is basically uh, what you think of uh, storing, filing cabinets, uh, logical reasoning, analytical thought, verbal, um, um, uh, you know, that's the left side of the brain. But the right side of the brain, that's where we create. That's where we create. All those special endowments that make us human beings are byproducts of the right side of the brain. Uh, Creativity, consciousness, emotion are all byproducts of the right side of the brain. Matter of fact, I, I can take your fingerprints and give you a 37-page printout of your brain. It's the ultimate psychometric. You know, you have five lobes of your brain, the prefrontal, frontal, temporal, parietal, and occipital. Uh, and then if you notice that there is the right side and the left side, and they have different functions. So if you looked at it's like a station of 10. And uh, Dr. Howard Gardner at Harvard University back in the early 80s uh, wrote a book called Multiple Intelligences. And he identified at the time, I think there were seven, Uh, innate intellects. Uh, Now we identify 10. Uh, And you understand this. Uh, It is incredible because there are basically 10 stations, and each one of those is an innate intellect, a different way we're smart. But the right side of the brain, see, uh, I remember reading a while back in the Irish Journal that 40% of, uh, I think they said first-term memories or first-time memories, I don't know what that means, are made up. I would just say 40% of memories are made up. Because our unconscious brain does not differentiate between Hollywood and reality. To think is to create. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you look at a woman lust in your eyes, you've already committed adultery within your heart. Those are all things the good book says. It shows you the power of creation. To think is to create, what we focus on. Think about this when we have a weekend. don't we, What do we do on weekends? We recreate. Recreation, right? Don't you see the word? Recreate. That's what we're doing. We're rejuvenating, recreating, we're preparing for a new week, we're wrapping up the old week, looking back, and then we look forward to the new week. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to go in depth about your power to create, and then I'm going to show you why this matters so you can see what the media are doing with this knowledge. I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. My mind is aglow with whirling transient
5: nodes of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention.
7: What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like it Matters Leadership Awakening.
4: And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not
7: almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life.
4: Santa, Santa, something terrible is happening.
7: Ho, ho, ho,
4: Rudolph,
0: calm down. Tell me what's going on.
4: I just overheard Mrs. Claus talking. Yes? She said that she's getting a new Santa. What are we going to do? What are
0: we going to do? Rudolph, I know all about it. Mrs. Claus is getting a new Santa Fe from Invergrove Hyundai. What's a Santa Fe? The Santa Fe is Hyundai's most advanced SUV. Jam-packed with safety and technology features. And its spacious five-passenger interior is like the Claus family room on
4: wheels. Does this mean we won't have to take her in the sleigh to Pilates class every Tuesday?
7: That's right. Ho oh, oh, ho! Oh. Every new Hyundai like the Santa Fe comes with America's best warranty. 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai Assurance. You deserve a great car-buying experience, and that's what you'll get at Invergrove Hyundai. Online at InvergroveHyundai.com. InvergroveHyundai.com. And they're reindeer-recommended. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees.
6: Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed
7: Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It
3: Matters Radio Radio. Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And we are joining you the day after Christmas. Hope you had a wonderful Christmas. And, uh, you know, this radio show is a great day, a time to spend. Uh, I don't care if it's Christmas time, the day after Christmas, New Year's time, summertime, uh, because I work on the one thing we have absolute control over, and that is ourselves. To understand how we work, how we're made. Uh, You know, to none of you would let a child jump into a vehicle uh, that they didn't know how to operate. Uh, I have a lot of friends in the construction field. I love uh, playing around with toys, and I don't know how to run a single piece of heavy equipment. But I'd love to get on one and play with it. Uh, but no one lets me because they know I don't know how to run the thing. And so I would do a lot of damage. And we're all born into this temporary dwelling, this body, this carbon-based uh, vehicle, if you will. And-, and yet we don't know how it works. Remember, we only function at 3 to 5% consciousness. Uh, everything else happens at the unconscious level. We are unconscious creatures, uh, and we were made to run on autopilot. If you take a look at something called the basal ganglia, Google it. The basal ganglia is the pattern center of the unconscious mind, the brain. and its number one job is to get you in a pattern as quickly as possible. Why? So you can use that three to five percent of your conscious brain to, uh, to use to, to make important daily decisions. But a lot of other stuff is on autopilot. It's programming in place, and our unconscious mind—I learned this a long time ago—is waiting for new instructions. Absent of new instructions, it will run the program in place. And again, Madison Avenue knows this. Uh, they they put commercials together in a certain way. You've seen all those uh, all those uh, beer commercials, right? All the pretty girls, all the people having fun. Boy, if you just had some alcohol that you could have some fun too. Right? I mean you gotta understand how they connect it. There are things called anchors where we kind of solder two things together. We connect two things. And then when one comes, the other one comes with it. This is all going out at the unconscious level. People know this. That's how we can be manipulated. Uh and later on in the show i will show you uh the media knows this as well. Madison Avenue knows this. Politicians know this. Saul Alinsky, when he wrote his book, The Rules to Radicals, that Democrats use as their Bible. They all know this. The only one that doesn't know it is most people. And so part of my gift is I want to bring you up into the know. I want to teach you how you work. But you got to know that we were made to create. And that's what I told you. Today, the word for today is Creative. And it is from our book, our brand new book, The Wow Factor, uh, Word of the Week, 52 Thoughts from Thought Leaders. Uh, I am part of that book, so uh, for those of you that pre-ordered them, we'll be sending them out this week. And for those that did not or want it, go to likeitmatters.net, and you can order this great book. 52 words broken down on what they mean, how to use them, so you can apply them, because knowledge applied is power. Knowledge by itself is not power. There's a lot of educated derelicts in prison. Uh, boy, the media has a lot of people in it with uh, degrees, and they're just destroying this country. So, uh, this is what they wrote in the book. This is off page uh, 53. It says, think back to when you were young. What was your favorite day of the year? You're probably imagining your birthday, right? That special day once a year when you got extra attention, plenty of cake and ice cream, and, of course, every kid's favorite presents. What child doesn't love presents? But as you may recall, there's something funny about children and gifts. No matter if it was a brand new bike or the latest, greatest toy, most of us eventually found ourselves putting down the gift itself in favor of playing with the giant cardboard box it came in. The box was our castle. It was our spaceship. It was our fort. And for good reason. During this time in our early childhood, we were all thinking expansively. Our little minds knew no constraints. And so through the power of divergent thinking, a simple box could be anything our hearts desired. See, we were made to create. And that's why, I know, mean, i told you before, if you've listened to the show or been around me long enough, one of my favorite jokes, uh, it was by Ronald Reagan. Uh, and it, it concerns twin boys. They were about five or six. And the parents were worried that the boys had developed extreme personalities. One was a total pessimist. The other a total optimist. And so the parents wanting to kind of moderate, get some moderation there, took him to a psychiatrist. And so first, the psychiatrist psychiatrist treated the pessimist. Wanting to brighten his outlook, the psychiatrist took him to a room piled to the ceiling with brand new toys. But instead of yelping with delight, the little boy burst into tears. What's the matter? The psychiatrist asked, baffled. Don't you want to play with any of the toys? Yes, the little boy bawled. But if I did, I'd only break them. Next, the psychiatrist treated the optimist. Wanting to dampen his outlook, the psychiatrist took him into a room piled to the ceiling with horse manure. But instead of wrinkling his nose in disgust, the optimist emitted just the yelp of delight the psychiatrist had been hoping to hear from his brother, the pessimist. Then he clambered to the top of the pile, dropped to his knees, and began gleefully digging out scoop after scoop with his bare hands. What do you think you're doing? the psychiatrist asked just as baffled by the optimist as he had been by the pessimist. And he said, with all this manure, the little boy replied, beaming, there must be a pony in here somewhere. <laughs> and this is actually from GregHake.com. Uh, he says, Reagan told the joke so often, he was talk- recalling a, uh, a talk with Ed Meese, uh, who's his attorney general. He said, Reagan told the joke so often, Meese said, chuckling, that it got to be kind of a joke with the rest of us. Whenever something would go wrong, somebody on the staff would be sure to say, there must be a pony in here somewhere. See, ladies and gentlemen, your outlook on life is colored by your underlying beliefs about life. Whether you call yourself an optimist or a pessimist is a matter of perspective. Then, as life is life and the facts of the situation are the facts of the situation, what you emphasize in the situations you encounter will determine the nature of your experience. Again, it's not so much what happens to you that matters. It's how you handle what happens to you. See, one of the ultimate creations that we have is we create a frame. I talk about this word frame a lot. Because the frame we put around something gives it meaning. No one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. If you look at anything as a blessing, no matter what it was, that's how your brain perceives it. And it will send chemical impulses, a response uh, to all parts of your body telling that. But if you look at something as a detriment, as a pain, as a bitterness, I'm telling you right now, that's the message you send to your brain. You can have two people look in the same exact situation, and one sees an opportunity, and one is a victim. And that's really what's changed in America today. we we become this country of victims. You know, we, we create an environment. See, that's what leaders do. Leaders create an environment. And men, you know what I'm talking about. Men, you ever wanted to uh, create this perfect uh, romantic setting with your, your spouse, Right? you got to realize how we create experience. See, I've been told that you can find any place in this world if you know two coordinates, right? Longitude and latitude. I have a lot of friends that are pilots. Well, you need to know that we have coordinates for what this thing called experience. But we have five of them. We have, you got to get this, these are the senses. We have a visual coordinate. We have an auditory coordinate. We have a kinesthetic coordinate. We have an olfactory coordinate, and we have a gustatory coordinate. In other words, something we saw, something we heard, something we experienced or felt, either tactilely or emotionally, something we smelt, or something we tasted. And whether you realize it or not, all five of those coordinates are present in every experience. Some are unconscious, and so you're not aware of them. But they are there. Remember this thing called deja vu? I can tell you exactly what deja vu is. It's those five coordinates. Visual, auditory, kinesthetic, olfactory, gustatory, that you've experienced before. This is how you work. Matter of fact, I talk all the time about the brain because I study the brain. You know, the five lobes of the brain the prefrontal, frontal, temporal, parietal, occipital, and then the right side and left side of the brain. And you know what can create a state of mind quicker than anything else? And if you don't know what a state of mind is, it's how you feel. It's an experience, it's a mental experience. You know what creates a state of mind quicker than anything else is a smell. It's the olfactory sense. And by the way, in the book by uh, Diane Ackerman, The Natural History of the Senses, she says that one-third of people with an olfactory dysfunction, a, a, a sense of smell dysfunction, have a sexual dysfunction. It is the most primitive of the senses. Of all the five senses, the other four senses go through a filtering process before it hits the main part of the brain. But your sense of smell goes directly to the main part of the brain. So a smell can create a state of mind quicker than anything else. You know what's secondary? Music. Music. I use music a lot. Music's a key part. And so you got to realize how we work. John Shar said it best. I love this quote by John Shar. He says, the future is not some place we are going to, but one we are creating. The past to it are not to be found, but made. And the activity of making them changes both the maker and the destination. And my favorite president of all time, President Ronald Reagan, put it this way. The futures always look bleak till people with brains and faith and courage who dreamed and dared to take risks found a way to make them better. If we're free to dare, and we are, if we're free to give, and we are, then we're free to shape the future and have within our grasp all that we dream, that future to be. And that is our power. If you were able to take a snapshot of every aspect of your life, your work, personal situation, home, family, friends, finances, your sense of self, and look at them one after another, like flashcards, what words would you use to describe them? Some aspects of our life may appear more promising than others, but no matter what the factors are, you can always stand to improve your outlook and you're in charge of it. Former first lady, Eleanor Roosevelt once said, in the long run, we shape our lives and we shape ourselves. The process never ends until we die and the choices we make are ultimately our own responsibility. We all make choices every single day. How effective do you feel you are in the realm of that function? Because you are creating, you're creating something positive, Or something negative. I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about you being the creator of your own future and destiny. We'll be back in three minutes. Inside this room,
5: all of my dreams become realities, and some of my realities become dreams.
7: Shopping online this holiday season? Finding the perfect gift from your computer,
1: tablet, or smartphone is a breeze. Just a few taps and you're done. But all that online shopping? It could expose your personal information and leave you potentially vulnerable to identity theft. And you may miss certain identity threats by just monitoring your credit, like someone selling your info on the dark web or taking an online payday loan in your name. Good thing there's Lifelock. They monitor your personal information and, If you have a problem with identity theft, they work to fix it. Of course, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock offers something that's perfect for the holidays and beyond. Not having to worry if identity theft happens to you. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year. Go to LifeLock.com and use promo code SMART. That's promo code SMART
7: at LifeLock.com to save
1: 25%
7: off.
4: And it's just absolutely fascinating. So, of course, they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's
7: not almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters
3: Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we're talking about creator, uh, because that's what we are. That is our our ability. I mean, some of us have created uh, companies. You know, uh, what is it? Uh, there's companies out there that never, Google, well, you talk about Google, whether you're talking about Yahoo, right? How many people are billionaires today because they created something in their mind's eye and started doing it before we knew what it was? I mean, look at this this little 8-year-old boy. I heard Ryan. My little son watches him. He gets gifts. People send him toys, and then he opens them, and he, his parents film it on YouTube. Uh, and my son's been watching him for a couple of years. He annoys me. Uh, he made $26 million last year. $26 million. Talk about creating something out of nothing. No skill set. Nothing that really benefits anybody. Uh, that's the world we live in today. It doesn't matter what how beneficial something is. It just matters how many people are looking. As long as people are looking, uh, that's all that matters. We're winning. So look what they created. They created this wealthy empire, and all he does is film him opening toys and playing with toys. Wow. Do you realize how many lives I'd have to change and how much hard work I'd have to do to make a million dollars? But this little 8-year-old boy opens toys and people watch him, and he makes $26 million. Wow. Stunning. Yeah. Talk about creating something, right? Helen Keller, in 1940, published a book called Let Us Have Faith. and a chapter titled Faith Fears Not, Uh, You know who Helen Keller, right? Uh, She overcame many uh, adversities. Uh, uh, She writes about overcoming. Uh, It's an inspirational adage encouraging boldness and audacity. She says, quote, Security is mostly superstition. It does not exist in nature, nor do the children of men as a whole experience it. God himself is not secure, having given man dominion over his works. Avoiding danger is no safer in the long run than outright exposure. The fearful are caught as often as the bold. Faith alone defends. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. To keep our faces toward change and behave like free spirits in the presence of fate is strength. Undefeatable. Don't you hear what she says? She says we have the power to to create. To make our experience whatever we choose it to be. Uh, Johnny Erickson Tata. I mean, I think a 16, 17-year-old young lady uh, had a diving accident, dove into a pool and broke her spine, and has been in a wheelchair since then. What an incredible woman! Now most of us would uh, would would complain, would be bitter, would be, but she chose to see that as a blessing from God. Don't you see the ability to create? Hawkins and Dawkins, uh, John. Which one the guy was was in the uh, wheelchair with the that could had to speak through the thing. I don't know if it was Hawkins or Dawkins. It was one of those
7: two. Stephen Hawking. Stephen, yeah, Hawking. Stephen Hawking.
3: Stephen Hawking. Yeah. I mean, do you see why he's so against God? Don't you get it? Why he is so adamant that there cannot be a God? He'll believe in multiple dimensions. Where in one dimension, we all do the same thing, but I'm president. Or multiple. I mean, he'd rather believe that. Or alien spores floating through outer space that then come to earth and create man. He'd rather believe that. Than a virgin birth, you know why? Because look at the situation. Refined to a wheelchair, can't talk. So smart, and I get it. I, I couldn't. I wouldn't even want to imagine. I have total empathy for that. But man, how come some like like that become bitter and angry? And someone like Johnny Erickson Tata uses that to help other people and talks about the love of God and the blessing of that wheelchair. It's just unfathomable. See, that's the power that we have created. One of the greatest creators of all time, Walt Disney. Now we take it for granted. But back in the 1920s and all that, when, when we didn't have all this technology, Walt Disney would have a creative strategy, a three, he'd have three rooms. The realist, the dreamer, and the critic. I've heard people call that third room the spoiler. But he would take an idea and he'd take in the room of the dreamer, dream a big dream. There's no constraints. And then he would take that, and we'd take all that stuff in the room of the realist. And now they would dissect it through what's possible that we know of. But then he would take all that that was left over and go in the room, some call it a spoiler, because it's the critic. You know the spoiler in your life. Critical everything, slicing and dicing everything, like a Ginsu knife, cutting it up, right? Chop Chopping broccoli, chopping broccoli, right? you got to get that. And we, we were mesmerized by people like Walt Disney. Walt Disney's ability to connect his innovative creativity with successful business strategy and popular appeal certainly qualifies him as a genius in the field of entertainment. And Dr. Robert Diltz, uh, one of my favorite guys in neurolinguistic Programming, talked about that, about his ability. And part about NLP that I love, that's my mastery, is that you can break things down. NLP is all about how. How do we create experience? How do we do that? And this is what I teach. This is my background. The simple yet worldwide appeal of Disney's characters, animated films, live action features, all that was the power of his ability to create. As Dr. Dilt says, one of the goals of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, is to make explicit maps of the successful thinking strategies of people with special talents like Disney. NLP explores the way people sequence and use fundamental mental abilities such as sight, hearing, and feeling in order to organize and perform in the world around them. Remember Albert Einstein, pretty smart guy, said imagination is more important than knowledge. Did you hear that? He's saying the right side of your brain is far more important than the left side of your brain. See, Disney took his fantasies very seriously, contending that, quote, animation can explain whatever the mind of man can achieve. And the creative processes of the two men have some remarkable similarities. Einstein claimed that the the typical thinking style was visual and and motoric and often used visual fantasies or special imagery constructions to make his discoveries. Disney, too, seems to have been highly visual and physical in his creative process. And it's so powerful. Matter of fact, Disney uh, said this quote on how he created his stories. He said, The story man must see clearly in his own mind how every piece of business in a story will be put. He should feel every expression, every reaction. He should get far enough away from a story to take a second look at it, to see whether there is any dead phase, to see whether the personalities are going to be interesting and appealing to the audience. That's powerful. And that's what we do automatically. We create. We were made to create. And why do you need to know this? Because you need to know how we work. I mean, God talks about this. You remember in the old time of the Jews where they lived in agrarian society, very agriculturally based. So a lot of metaphors uh, from God, he talks of similes, similitudes and metaphors about agriculture. Matter of fact, it wasn't until after uh, the Babylonian, when we uh, the the Jews were taken captive, that they learned business. And then once they went back to the to the to Israel, uh, they no longer did the agrarian, but they were now in business. And one of my favorite uh, stories, and you've heard this before, is in Galatians six, seven through nine. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a person sows, he will reap. Don't you hear it? Whatever he plants, he will harvest. Because the one who sows to his flesh will reap destruction from the flesh, but the one who sows to the Spirit will reap eternal life from the Spirit. To think is to create. That's what God's saying. And that's why I'm I'm seeing what the media's doing. The media understands this. I was watching the news over the last week and I I heard this thing from Al uh, Sharpton that blew my mind. Just play a short snippet of it, please.
2: The reason they're so offended is, is exposing all of them that they would take this shameless con man over the, uh, the principles that they're preaching in the holy season as we celebrate Jesus, they would sell Jesus out if they felt they could get something from it is the inference he's saying from his editorial. And that's sad on many levels.
3: See, what are you talking about evangelicals? See, the media understands this. The media is part of the Democratic Party now. And the media understands this, that there's two things they have to do. They have to create, get it? They have to create dissension There are two biggest things that they're afraid of. Number one is black people voting for Trump That's why they have to make you believe that he's racist that he's hateful that he doesn't like black people Why? Because they're creating a narrative and, the, and what's happening now is because of the, the evangelical vote is so highly for Donald Trump. If you watch the whole Christianity Day art magazine where they trash Trump because it's a very left-wing, very liberal magazine. I haven't read Christianity Day probably 25 years before I was a real Christian. Once I became a real Christian, I realized that, boy, they're talking a lot of smack in there. you got to realize what they're doing is wanting to create. Here's that word again: remember, where you're made to create, create dissension. To make you think otherwise. That's the you've heard the joke before. You know the lawyer asking somebody, oh, man, "How about all you men out there? Let me ask you a question. When did you stop beating your wife?" Don't you know you can't answer that question because you say I I never did. You say, "Well, you should stop," or "I I haven't," right? Or I stopped. Oh, you see what I'm saying? It creates a gap. It creates doubt. Remember, for a jury, you just got to put doubt in one of the jurors' minds. If you're looking at a death penalty or something, just put doubt in one person's mind. Don't you see? The, the prosecution of the defense is working to create some doubt, to create some confusion, to create a narrative that all things Trump are evil. I actually heard that when they were playing, I don't know if CBS or whoever it was, someone played a, was playing during the Christmas season, um, a Home Alone, Home Alone 2. And they actually cut out the cameo of Donald Trump. Because they have to create this narrative. they got to make you believe that all things Trump that are evil. They're evil. And one thing I want to do is give you back your power. You're not a drone. Start controlling what you think. Turn off MSNBC. Turn off CNN. Because I'm telling you, what's going on, they're attempting to get you unconsciously. Their attempt to make you believe should create a narrative that is not true. And whenever I think about Al Sharpton, I think about Tawana Brawley. Talk about a shikester. Talk about people that cause a lot of pain and hatred and bitterness off of a lie. If you don't know, Google Tawana Brawley. I am Mr. Black. Today we're talking about the ability to create. We'll be back in three minutes.
6: If you've got a business, that, you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen.
2: Don't jive me.
7: Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees.
6: Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are
7: give mr black and leadership awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule for leadership awakening near you that's likeitmatters.net just click on schedule leadership awakening where 48 hours will change your life
0: looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in look no further than the high school student athletes right here in minnesota High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic
7: Athletic Administrators
0: Association.
7: What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received.
5: You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a
7: choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Welcome back to Life
3: Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And you know what? We're working to create here uh, is a radio show unlike anything else out there. It's inspiration, it's education, it's application uh, to give you back control because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is your power and your freedom because we're going to a cliff, people. We're being programmed, being told what to think, or being uh, uh, we're using this psychology against us. It's like Madison Avenue does it when they advertise, when they sell stuff. Go to the book, The Power of Habit, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. It talks about how how advertisers and how they do that. They use the psychology of the mind uh, to get it going. Uh, In there, they talk about uh, a famous swimmer, Uh, and boy, just won eight gold medals, Uh, and what he did was he had to create the imagery in his mind's eye what a perfect swim looked like, sound like, felt like. See, that's how we are. We create experience. And the media knows this, uh, and Madison Avenue knows this. And if you don't know this, then you're losing out. And that's why I do in my real job, uh, I teach people how they work. I help people maximize the potentials they were created with. I help people clean up some stuff from the past uh, and then focus on creating a better future. Uh, you can go to likeitmatters.net and check it out. And by the way, what better way to start the new year with a new beginning? See, that's the power of the ability to create. We can create a brand new beginning, or we can create bitterness, animosity, resentment. And you got to realize what's going on. And so if you miss any of this radio show, you should block off an hour a day. Uh, go to likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this and other archived messages that way you learn how you work. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to think the way I think. But I want you to learn how to think on your own. That is important to quit being told what to think by other people. You're being played, player. That's just short and simple. See, that's why the word of the day is creative, because you can create whatever mindset you want. It's your choice. But if you leave it on autopilot, you will just be a uh, what? What does what Mark Levin call a drone? I was listening to Tucker Carlson the other day, and he did this great like, seven-minute piece on what the left is now doing to put uh, dissension inside the evangelicals, uh, and he was talking about Pete Buttigieg. amazing that he wants to preach to everybody else, tell them how to use Christianity, what real Christianity is. We got a little clip. Why don't you play that clip for him?
6: It is By no means true that Christian faith or any faith requires you to be a Republican, especially in these times. And so-called conservative Christian senators right now in the Senate are blocking a bill to raise the minimum wage when scripture says that whoever oppresses the poor taunts their maker. It's also important that uh, we stop seeing religion used as a kind of cudgel, as if if God belonged to a political party. And and if he did, I can't
3: imagine it would be the one that, that sent the current president into the
7: White House. Ooh, he's a pretty little guy, isn't he?
3: Wow. As he preaches everybody else not to do what he's doing. is amazing? Hypocrisy. But you, you've got to be awake to hear it. You've got to be uh, at a conscious level. Yeah, amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing how we're being told now uh, 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 to how to think and how to believe. It's just stunning. So what they're working to do is create dissension. Because the largest voting block, evangelical Christians, vote for uh, him like 70, 80, 90 percent. The highest level. Why? Because where else are you going to go? The Tempatic Party has all violations of all Ten Commandments in their platform. Not a joke. Uh, it's not a joke. It's serious. Joe Biden knows that. Like Nancy Pelosi, don't tell me I don't hate. I'm a good Catholic. You, you study religion, Nancy Pelosi. But where is that faith when you're slaughtering millions of babies? It's just stunning. And The hatred, the vitriol, the bitterness. But, you know, Jesus Christ was the only perfect person to ever walk this planet. We all fall short. We're all sinners. But what they're doing is create a narrative because this is all about power. This is all about power. And if they can put dissension in the Christian community to where oh my gosh, yeah, and Donald Trump does a lot of things that are, are bad. So do you, so do I. To think is to create, God says. If you look at a woman lust in your eyes, you've already committed adultery with her in your heart. Boy, if you watch a regular amount of R rated movies, you're a sinner. God says you need to be perfect. He requires perfection. And that's why he said when he took the woman who was found in adultery, who was naked, was in an adulterous act, brought before all these religious people, all the Pete Buttigiegs and the uh, Joe Bidens were going to stone her to death because that's what the law of Moses says. And Jesus protected her. And then he wrote something in the sand. And then everybody scattered one at a time. Because he told them, all right, he is who is without sin. Go ahead, you throw the first stone. And not a single stone was thrown. And remember what they did to Jesus. They killed him. Without a doubt. And so you got to realize what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. The two biggest fears of the media, because they're part of the Democratic Party. They're telling you what to think. Remember, we're all just, uh, if you didn't vote for Hillary Clinton, then you're deplorable. Then you're lower than life. Then your face should be spit in. You shouldn't have a job. You shouldn't be allowed on social media. That's the party you're going to vote for, because you don't like some of the things that Trump says or does? I don't either. I don't like some of the things my wife does. I don't like a lot of things my kid does. But you know what? What am I going to do? Dump them? Get rid of them? You know, when Jesus walked this planet, you know, he knew everybody was just looking for a free meal. And so he told them at some point, he said, finally, hey, if you're going to follow me, you're going to have to eat my flesh and drink my blood. And they all scattered. And they went up to Peter and said, Peter, why are you here? Are you going to leave me too? And Peter said, what I say today, where else am I going to go? Am I going to go to a party who mocks my God, who won't even allow me to say Jesus Christ in public? who thinks I'm a homophobic, racist, uh, xenophobic because I believe the Word of God is the Word of God? I'm going to go to that one who banned God, who mocked God in their in their platform? Really? How, how could you even think that? You're going to vote for a flawed person if you vote, period. They all fall short of the glory of God. The Bible's pretty clear. A man shall not lay with another man like he lays with a woman. And the Bible never changes. So we could go on, you know, don't judge. And what judge means is uh, he doesn't tell, say not to have discernment. He says don't decide who is God's and who's not God's. There's going to be some pretty bad people in heaven. Just say so you no. Know. Heaven's not for good people, heaven's for forgiven people. And unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of good people in hell. Because hell isn't for good or bad people. Hell is for people who don't accept the saving grace of what Jesus did on the cross. It's not by our works, it's by his faith. Faith alone and Christ alone. The whole Reformation was all about that. That's how we know Martin Luther. That's why Dr. Martin Luther King, his true name is Dr. Michael King. Look it up. It was not his true name because Dr. was not on his birth certificate. He wasn't a doctor when he was born. But it was Michael King Jr. Look it up. But his dad went to Germany and studied the Reformation. The five solas. Christ alone, by grace alone, by faith alone, the Bible alone. I forgot the fifth one, but <laughs> that's what it that means. And so you got to understand what's going on, otherwise you're going to be played player. You a play player? And here it is: we got Al Sharpton mocking people and talking to shyster. Do you see Cuomo, the governor of New York, uh, vetoed a bill that was going to allow uh, federal judges to conduct weddings. And you know why he vetoed it? Because some of those judges might have been appointed by Trump.
1: Oh, we don't say that.
3: You don't see the hatred, the bitterness, and yet, I mean, you don't see it? And supposedly people hate Trump because he's so bitter and hateful? And yet, despite, I will never see another Robert De Niro movie ever again. You talking I mean, to me? he's flipping him off. I mean, he's saying about putting poop, a bag of poop in people's face. Who do you treat like that? That's disgusting. If you did that to anybody, did that to an animal, I think you'd be thrown in jail. You don't hear the ignorance, the hatred, the stuck in the past. Come on, people. And here's the problem. H.R. 101, any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. In other words, if you reward them for doing this, and you destroy that man like they want you to destroy him, it is now called precedent. Precedent. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm worried, because too many of you out there are buying in the lie. Too many out there are being played, and like John just played, homie, don't play that. You gotta scratch that CD, yeah, you gotta break that LP, you gotta pull on the A track. We're all driven by programs, and they're at the unconscious level. That's what I'm here to do, is take it from the unconscious to the conscious. There are four levels of learning, you learn this in Neuro Linguistic Programming. There's unconscious incompetence where you don't know what you don't know. A lot of you being played. You're not even at the first stage of, of learning. The second stage of learning is called conscious incompetence. Now you know that you don't know. The third level learning is conscious competence. Now that you know you don't know, you learn and you want to know. That's the third level learning. And the highest level learning, something called mastery, is unconscious competence where you don't know what you know. It's mastery. We've all driven home before without realizing how we drove home. That's mastery. Let me help you send an hour a day from 11 to 12 on this radio show so I can help you grow your noggin, work your noodle, because you're worth it, and this country needs it. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
5: Mind is aglow with whirling, transient nodes of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. Thank you. I'm Trina Webster. And I'm Dan Webster. For 10 years, we've talked about Z-Quiet, the ultimate solution that has ended snoring for millions.
4: And now we're excited to introduce the perfect solution for anyone that sleeps next to someone with untreated loud snoring.
5: It's called QuietOn Sleep, the world's first snore-canceling earbuds. QuietOn's European technology targets the exact frequency and sound of snoring and literally acts like a noise eraser.
4: Its compact design won't interfere with pillow comfort and it doesn't use Bluetooth or emit radio waves. If you have a snoring partner, this innovation is your sleep salvation.
5: So whether you snore...
4: ...or share a bed with someone who does...
5: Quiet will keep you sleeping together peacefully through the night guaranteed.
6: If you snore or sleep with someone that does, go to getzquiet.com. Right now try our original Z Quiet snoring solution for 30 days for only 9.95. Go to getzquiet.com. That's getzquiet.com.